You know, it, I find it interesting that uh, some of the things they're proposing that they want to see happen if Donald Trump becomes president with some of the things that are probably going to happen because Joe Biden is president. And joining me now to discuss that from investusa.org is Michael Letts. Good, uh, good morning, sir. Good morning, Bill. How are you? It's always a privilege. Yes, sir. So uh, we've we basically have a wide open border, very few checks and balances in place. Lots of, there's there's travel agents all over the border sending people on their various ways. Uh, how 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 likely is it that we have bad actors in the interior of the United States today? Uh, we know for a fact that we've got uh, Hamas and Hezbollah have already indicated that they have uh, terrorist cells in every state in the union. And uh, quite frankly, uh, Hezbollah especially is believable because Hezbollah's purpose is to export terrorism. You know, Hamas is fighting Israel. Their main objective is to destroy the nation of Israel right. and eliminate Israel. Hezbollah supports Hamas, but Hezbollah is more backed by the Iranians. They're both backed by the Iranians, but Hezbollah is even a closer ally of Iran. And Iran understands that they don't want to fight terrorism wars on their own territory in the backyard. They want to expand terrorism abroad. And so they are using Hezbollah to make sure that they uh, put terrorist cells in poor areas, such as in Western Europe, but especially in the United States, and they've been doing this for a number of period, a number of years now. So they're well set. We do know for a fact, Bill. Just last week, we picked up. I think it was five. It may have been ten. I think it was ten Iranian Hezbollah terrorist members crossing the southern border. Interesting enough, we picked up a few coming down from the northern borders from Canada. So we know that they're coming across frequently. We also, you will recall, picked up IEDs, which are, you know, those are big explosives. Those are the big boys. Besides other explosives over the last 30 days coming into the border, you know, the only thing it takes for terrorism to be successful, first of all, they have to have personnel. Well, we just addressed the issue of whether they get personnel in this country. We know they are. We know for a fact that they are. We know uh, that we have hundreds of terrorists all across the country. Second thing it takes, it takes armaments. Well, we know for a fact, you remember I've told you on your show before, Bill, that, you know, what you hear us capture, whether it's personnel coming across, illegal immigrants, or whether it's uh, explosives, we usually get 10 to 20% of what's actually out there. So if we picked up, intercepted 10 IEDs, imagine how many that really means it got across. And then, of course, the third thing it takes is it takes money. And, you know, Iran used to be broke. That's why we didn't have terrorism or the threat of terrorism in this country. But under Biden, it went from Trump breaking Iran, bankrupting it, shall we say, to Biden transferring all of its assets that Trump had seized and frozen. And now they've got $250 billion, not million, but billion dollars in cash from the United States. And that's a lot of money to be able to fund a lot of terrorism, Bill. Well, um, yeah, it is. Uh, one one thing that uh, I find immensely interesting is when you start when you're talking about IEDs. Um, you know where I would be planning IEDs if I was a terrorist in the United States today? 
High traffic points, probably one. But let me hear your your, your thought. I'll tell you if I agree. Well, I mean, IEDs, what they want them to do is they want to put it somewhere where it's not going to be noticed, where anybody's just going to walk by That's on correct. So what about all these homeless encampments? Yeah, that would work out real well. Yeah, because a lot of times it's mixed up in the garbage, right? That's correct. That's yeah. correct. See, here's the issue with IEDs. They're, they're, they're extremely powerful. Right. But they're compact. So they, you know, in Iraq and Afghanistan... They would uh, stuff them in dog carcasses, kind of like a dog got hit by the side of the road and just hasn't been moved yet. Well, you go to move the dog and, whoops, takes uh, everything within, you know, uh, 200 yards out with it. Right. So same principle here. They're very compactable and very uh, hideable. So as you said, put them in a bunch of, where there's a bunch of, it doesn't just stand out, a bunch of garbage mounds or, you know, you can uh, shoot in those areas you're describing. There's so much trash and so much uh, decaying rot. Nobody wants to get around. That'd be the only problem I would see is if you put it in there, who's going to be in that area? <laughs> you know, Because in America, we typically don't try to stay around that kind of circumstance. But it definitely would make a statement without question. So, and and even in a homeless area, though, that would, that would achieve the goal of what they want to do, which is to strike terror in the hearts of people. So... Given all that, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is going to, it's going to take, and this is one of these things. I need to have you back here shortly because we, we've talked a little bit about the military tribunal that could conceivably right. fix things, right? But then, uh, did you see that article? I, I just talked about this where they're trying to piece together a way to where the Pentagon would ignore President Trump. Have you Have you seen that coming out of NBC? Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. See, and that that makes it so much more important for the military tribunal. Yeah, let me so. tell you what you we're, we're talking just a second. What you got in the military, so that we can give some uh, guy got about a minute. We got about a minute. You've got probably still a majority of your junior grade officers. Or in fact, I know you have a majority of junior grade officers and senior uh, NCOs that are patriots. And then you've got the general officers that are, some of them are the same, but some of them are what we call woke general officers, the PR general officers, and they believe in the woke liberal causes. And those are the ones trying to dictate and control. But quite frankly, uh, there's going to be some changes in the military too, I believe. They're not going to put up with that. Yeah. Well, I, I know a lot of veterans groups are starting to send letters looking for accountability out of the military and everything else. And Correct. There's, there's, there's a swell beginning to uh to push up that's uh going to go against a lot of the things that they've been trying to put in place but it's uh i, I guess we're going to see i guess we're going to see it's going to be one or the other something in the middle and in the interim even if you know if we get in a position where we can start making change we've still got all these people in the interior to worry about at the moment so this will be yeah, an exactly ongoing right. fluid situation won't it it sure will but uh at least we're recognizing the problem. We're beginning to pull our resources together as to how to combat it. That's the first step. That's the first step. Michael runs something called investusa.org. They give protective vests that, for some of you that want to know, they're actually made by a company called Buffalo Armory out of Buffalo, New York. These are, these are sure. vests that law enforcement wear all day, every day, and they're meant to protect them and their canine companions. And Michael has given away more than 11,000 of those to law enforcement he also is a writer at American Thinker. Thank you for joining me this morning, sir. Thank you, Bill. God bless you. Look forward to doing it again. Yes, sir.
when we get back, uh, what if there was a way to really fix crime, but the left doesn't want to do that because that would be bad for the narrative.